0: Hey, we're Ramones of the Day and this is Let's Dance. One, two, three, four! Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from fifth to the word zero. I'm Ollie.
0: Oh, hey everybody, I'm Philip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and today we're discussing Let's Dance. Off of nineteen seventy sixes, Ramones. Ramones. Okay, cool. So this song was written by Jim Lee. Uh, Chris Montez was the original singer. Yes. Um, back in nineteen sixty two. Mm hmm. Um, the
0: summer of Chris Montez.
1: The summer of Chris Montez. Mm Uh, song category, Philip. Party. Party.
0: Party. This.
1: This is one of our party songs. Yeah, thank God.
0: Those guys, we just watched the video. Well, it's not really a video, but I think it's just footage of what looked like old people in the 50s figuring out how to dance. (laughs) That's what this was about.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's
0: it's one of those videos that I think conservative... People think that's what history was. Yeah. It's like white people in
1: suits, dancing, moving,
0: barely moving their arms. <laughs> yes. They look like barely they're enjoying themselves.
1: Figuring out what a rhythm is.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, the Ramones,
0: the band that we're talking about and have talked about for over 100 episodes, sure. played, this played this song live. They've played the song live so many Zero times. Zero times. So many times. Zero times more than zero. Really?
1: Oh, uh, way more. Okay.
0: They used to close their set with this back oh, okay. in the day. They played this song 193 times. Wow!
1: 193. It's good. Jeez. It's on the first album, dude.
0: That's going to help. I I, I know.
1: I know that that's true, okay? That it was on the first album. But really, when I think about this song, okay, here's what would be interesting to know. At what point did they stop playing it or did they play it throughout their entire career at different points?
0: I want to say, I I did not research that particularly, but I believe it was an earlier in their career. First first half of their career Okay, then they stopped playing
1: it once they got a few more hits under the belt. Because, I mean, if you think about it, yeah, it's off their first album, yes. But Let's Go is the one that they played 200 times? Let's Dance. Let's Dance. Sorry. Let's Dance. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's Dance. We're on Let's Dance. I rest my case. I rest my case. Let's Dance. No, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. The... Okay, interesting. I mean, they do it. I like it. Uh, yeah. Um, I had a little word about the keys. Please. There's a Wurlitzer organ Ooh, played on this. Nice. A Wurlitzer. Yeah. Uh, that is supposedly played by Craig Leon Craig himself. Leon. Craig Leon himself. Uh, Who helped
1: produce this album with Tommy. Yes. Of the Ramones.
0: He was instrumental in that, and instrumental part of it, he played an instrument, which is the Wurlitzer pipe organ. And uh, it's the one at Radio City, and it's supposedly one of the biggest in the world. Um, it's an actual, guy. it's one of the few. That's the
1: actual one that he played on this it's album? It's one of the
0: few remaining full-fledged Wurlitzer pipe organs. Well. I, I don't know how much you know about pipe organs, Mom. Nothing. Well, I can tell you this. Yeah. They are expensive.
1: Okay. You don't just have one laying around.
0: No. No, sir. And in fact... Will often happen this will often happen with churches that have pipe organs. Mm-hmm. Eventually they uh, they outlive their value where it's going to cost so much for the upkeep mm-hmm. that they want something else. The problem is selling it and then getting someone to actually get it wow. is just as challenging. Okay. But yeah, one of the one of the few remaining and I say few. It's like it's under fifty, I think. Wow. Uh, that's still like a full fledged Wurlitzer pipe organ. It's such
1: a specific sound, though, isn't it? I mean. I think it
0: is. Yeah. I think it is. You can, I mean, you can get real close with stuff, but there's probably something. To and it, it is,
1: is a particular vintage noise, if you will.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: That is cool that they brought into the song. Definitely. As a cover, because like yeah. they didn't need to do that.
0: I guess not, but I mean, when you hear the original song, it is that little.
1: Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, no, it's great, and it, and I think it is part of what sometimes I do really love about their moans that they seem to really love that kind of. Oh yeah. American pop music, and you know that era, and they they bring a lot. Of, even though they have their own sound, they bring a lot of it into their music, so, especially in these early years.
0: So we've got a couple things to plug. Please, Num- number one. Your series. Sure. Masters of the Internet. Masters of the Internet. Which by this time is probably already dropped. So check yeah. that out.
1: Yeah. rap
0: Number two. Yeah. Thanks for the Beastie Boys leading. Uh,
1: you can just Google that, by the way. We're on Facebook and YouTube. But Masters of the Internet.
0: We'll be, we'll be bothering you about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going <laughs> to plug something, something that needs no help, which okay. is Amazon Music.
1: Oh, sure. So
0: if you A have... A little
1: known mom and pop <laughs> shop called Amazon Music. Well, I'm behind the times and I didn't know
0: I, I have Amazon Prime. Um, you can access... You're a
1: real show-off, Philip.
0: I know, right? <laughs> um, I can watch all that free Justified. Um, no, but they also have... It also has music on it. And uh, the point is, I've been listening to just rando stations. Okay. I'm sure everybody does this with Spotify and, and Pandora and that sort of stuff. But I've been listening to 50s rock and hearing stuff like this, like yeah. Let's Dance, the original one, and uh, La Bamba. Yeah. And um, oh, what's the other one? At the Hop. And those type of things. And and I don't know how consciously I thought about this until we were discussing every GD song Under the Sun by the Ramones. But they do seem very much like what they were kind of going for. It was like, yeah, we're just singing about
1: Dancing. Boys,
0: boys and girls. Yeah. Like, that's all we're singing about. Yeah. I didn't make a list. I thought about making a list of like, these are the songs they should have covered. Why didn't they do La Bamba? That
1: would no, have been great. You don't think do they La could La have Bamba. done La Bamba? La Bamba is like a Spanish word.
0: They have an album called Adios Amigos, Loco that's Live. True. I feel like. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I never. Com- why are
1: they appropriating it? I've never confirmed this. Here.
0: I've never confirmed this, but I always thought it was because they became so big. In oh, South America. In America. Yeah, of course. So they're like. Of course that's why they did that. We're just going to lead with it.
1: Of course that's why they did that.
0: But then, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Thank you saying that. I think they totally love that. that. Yeah. I think they totally love that era. Yes, I absolutely. I agree. Um, did you have anything about Chris Montez's original
1: uh, cut do I um, <laughs> yes do you really it was written by Jim Lee I mean I didn't right. I didn't really find too much good stuff on Jim Lee I did please go roll a little bit
0: uh, Jim Lee strikes me as let's see he seems like one of those guys who is like a songwriter in the early part of rock and roll who helped kind of figure it out okay so just like those old people learning how to dance <laughs> So they're
1: young, they're young in the video. By so the way.
0: somewhat, I don't know, fifties <laughs> F- twenty is like nowadays
1: sixty five. <laughs> so true. Don't you think? So true. Everyone was if you were so 25 old in nineteen fifty five. You're practically dead.
0: You had you had three kids and a drinking problem. Yeah. Yeah. With all those smoke so that smoking we did to defeat communism. <laughs> no, Jim Lee was uh, a prolific writer and uh, producer in the early days of rock and roll, especially like the pre British invasion okay. type rock and roll. Great, great. And uh, so I wrote down some of the songs that he wrote, which sound exactly like those things, like okay. Let's Dance. Yeah, yeah. And it was called Ring of My Phone for Brenda Lee. <laughs> I love it. Chip Off the Old Block. <laughs> Dance of the Ants, Happy Birthday Blues, which also feels like, you know, it's like, It's My Party, that type totally, of totally. thing. Totally, uh, totally. He also produced for the for the Crystals. Okay. So, I mean, he's like, I feel like it's another one of those guys who's like, Jim knows how to write songs and turn the dials and he's yeah. got a couple of these so we're gonna do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, what I love when you just said uh, he had a song called Chip Off the Old Block totally reminded me of Crummy Stuff for some reason. Okay. Just, just, the 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 idea or the you know the naivete behind mm-hmm. the words that you use you know there's a sweetness stuff. there's, a, there's sweetness. a sweetness thank sweetness you to thank you those and I things. do feel like these guys Dee, Dee, Joey specifically there's a nostalgia sometimes in mm-hmm. what they're writing even with the words that they use yeah to so these simpler times which almost makes their music more ridiculous Yes. you know but um anyway thank you for that
0: no yeah. That's that's what I that's all I found about Jim Lee. There there kind of isn't too much, much out yeah. there. He's he's kind of got one of those difficult to Google names.
1: Sure. You know, it's
0: like oh, there's a lot of people. There's named There's a Jim million Lee.
1: people named Jim Lee. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't really have too many facts about this song. There just it was covered by a shit ton of other people. Yeah. And then Slade. If you follow Wikipedia like I do. It seems like. Slade. you follow Wikipedia on Twitter? <laughs> really follow it. Um, Their seems Instagram is like amazing. You know? Yeah, no, Slade's publicist really went to town on Wikipedia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Because <laughs> like, oh, was this like a major release by Slade? This cover, and I look and I'm like, no, nope, just looks like somebody <laughs> associated with the band just had a free afternoon and. <laughs> You know, like... That's all it takes. That's all it takes.
0: That's all it takes. There is no truth. There is no false. There is only the time you have. There's only
1: the time you have to type into Wikipedia.
0: Yeah. I Um, wrote that down too. Yeah. Slade's last single. (laughs)
1: Like, Like, that's about
0: all I know about Slade.
1: Nobody needs to know that. Um, (laughs) But, so I don't really have a lot of other facts on this. I don't either. And I think Um, maybe we should move into how we feel about it. Okay. Without beating around the bush. Take me there. Okay. Well... I'm gonna start off with this bold statement.
0: Go for I it. I like
1: the Ramones' take on this song. Sure. Um, I don't think that this song is my favorite song on the album per se, but this song is so. If you listen to the original, it's so poppy and it's so you know simple and fun and American and you know. Um, <laughs> That's funny
0: you say it's American. It is American.
1: It feels super American yeah. and just 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 real apple pie and we're going to hold hands and, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to, no, nothing further than that. We're just going to dance and we're right. going to go home in an appropriate time.
0: This is teenage werewolf yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And I think that um, there's something about their moan sound at this time that was that they just, whatever they brought, that rawness, that almost, and I, my metaphor is this when you listen to a record over a cd there is that record noise that happens which adds to the experience of the music and that's why some people love records is because yeah. there's like almost a white noise that happens through the needle mm-hmm. touching the record that becomes part of the ambiance of the music
0: the little hisses and pops the little and hisses and pops
1: yeah. and i think part of what was so magical about Ramo- ramone's on this first album especially but on the first whatever three albums because they were all kind of at the same time mm-hmm. the same idea that there's a, a, when people say that there was a rawness there, I almost, I feel like it's a Ramones white noise, like almost that record noise that they brought to the music through how Hmm. raw they were. Like there was so little happening in the music. It was so underproduced that those crackles and pops became part of the sound of Ramones.
0: The noise.
1: The noise. So when they do this cover, it feels electric because mm-hmm. they do a simple take on it but it's got that ramones white noise that makes yeah. it feel electric you know sure. um no, i think that's I've said good enough
0: that's a good point and i i had a similar thought actually because i this is the first cover
1: yeah uh, ever that uh, <laughs> ever anyone's ever done no no this is no, fir- of ramones that we've heard this is their first yeah. that
0: w- that anybody had probably heard. Yeah. And I almost think this could have been one of the moments where someone heard it and was like, that's what they're going for. Sure. Like, you kind of get it with other things, with Blitzkrieg Bop and with Beat on the Brat and those things. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not saying those, those things didn't lay serious groundwork for what they were working on. Yeah. But it's things like this that kind of tip that hand. I always love covers for this mm-hmm. because- I and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like everyone loves the song, mostly because there's no reason to hate it.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: there's no we're gonna
1: dance. I, no, but I mean, like
0: I mean, there's no personal reason. Because <laughs> yeah, these yeah. guys would probably find a personal reason and be like, "Ugh, that guy wrote it, so I'm gonna hate it." Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. with yeah. this, it's like, oh yeah, we love that song. Yeah. And and I think they that's what it brings. Most cover songs sort of bring that spirit to that, and and I I think that. In doing that, then they show everybody it was like, "This is kind of what we're really going for. Mm-hmm. We're, we're taking old things and doing it in our style. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a little louder, and, and there you go. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's exactly this. This is it. That's it. Yeah.
1: It's almost like uh, how simple the structure is of this song." allows them to just drape their aesthetic on top of it yeah in a way that's very effective
0: don't you think that like this this is more a topic of like movies and stories but sometimes they say that about those where like i have no other reference but star wars but like the original star wars is a very simple story and it kind of has to be because of all the fantastic weird stuff that's going on around sure sure if the story was also super convoluted and weird and, sure. and crazy, yeah. you might get lost. You know, so with this, is the same thing really where it's like, it's, it's called Let's Dance. Yeah. We say let's dance. We're going to do this crazy stuff on top of it. Yeah. You need you need both the straight arrow yeah. and the crazy arrow.
1: I almost feel like their whole first album, maybe, I mean, I, I do think that it changes once they get past the first album, but the first album... Is is exactly what you said as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which was, sorry, let's just like read. Straight
0: arrow, zigzaggy arrow?
1: Well, no, the sense that. Um, Star Wars? <laughs> starts, oh, simple story. Oh, yeah. Simple, simple, simple stories. We're in and we're out. We're in and we're out in literally less than two minutes in every song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And. Um,
0: it's a mission statement. Almost, y- yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, they had to have thought that.
1: Mission statements. Well, Johnny even said
0: something like. That he saw the Beatles play live and they played a half hour. So he's like, so I mean, like, we should probably play like 15 minutes, right? (laughs) And I mean, it's kind of sort of a joke, but it's also kind of stumbling into a lifestyle. Sure. You know, like the limitation you give yourself is now what you do. It's like, sure, we don't play solos. We don't jibber-jabber around during the... Well, I mean, Joey said a couple
1: of times in interviews that, you know... Joey? uh, Joey Ramone, maybe oh, you heard of him. Yeah. All his favorites, all his favorite bands, they could do a song in two and a half minutes, right. three minutes. So if you got something to say, but then I, why I'm bringing it up is because I think in a lot of their later albums, I forget what album it is where they break four minutes, but you know they start to get uh, a lot longer, and a lot of their songs, they it's at least
0: too tough to die. Or
1: yeah, and they some. I'm not saying that every song they have that's long is bad. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. But as they start to become more baroque in their sentiments mm-hmm. maybe it's not it's already losing something
0: right. because
1: when they're at their best they're saying everything in five words yeah. or, t- or how many ever I mean there's, you pick the right words yeah. and you don't have to do it again yeah. yeah so I don't know
0: how do you feel about the song?
1: Uh, I love the song
0: you're gonna give it a love? I'm gonna give it a love I'm gonna give it a love too I, I, it's weird I almost feel like apologizing about it, because like you said, you were sort of surprised they played it this much. Um, I'm it's definitely probably... surprised
1: they played it this much over because of their because of their canon.
0: Yeah. I do, I don't. But know... I'm not saying it's a bad song. No, and I don't know if I'm... I don't know if it's even in like my top five covers of theirs. No,
1: it's not in mine.
0: But that's mostly because they have so many good covers. They have so
1: many freaking good covers.
0: Yeah. I have a most valuable.
1: Okay. I'm going to give it to Tommy. I love that.
0: I'm going to give it to Tommy because... His drums are better than the original versions.
1: I'm going to agree with you on Tommy. Okay. I think the drums kill it in this song.
0: Nice job, or as to Tommy. Or my friend would
1: say, live it.
0: Live it? They keep live it. it? They
1: live it. Let's, be oh. pos- let's keep it positive. That's
0: real, yeah. It <laughs>
1: Doesn't sound as cool, though. No. Um, oh, my no. gosh. He is
0: living it <laughs> he on He is that.
1: living it on those that's drums. An- you
0: know, it's not, that's not bad, though. But it doesn't mean what... It it's it's not as cool. You're gonna have to work that one. No, in. but I
1: do agree that saying killing it is like you know putting the wrong intention. Why don't out you there, say but...
0: crushing it? Is that too is that too associated with douches?
1: Well, I, I think nailing it is pretty good.
0: Nailing it is
1: really yeah. Good.
0: It's good to nail it because it suggests
1: it. a strong foundation. <laughs> if you're a good carpenter,
0: everybody can get behind that.
1: <laughs> anyway, love it. Um, I mean, is there any song of the first album that you don't love? Come on, let's be real.
0: I think I've given some non love to a couple, but it's not. I have not. But really, I don't think we've left any. When this is all done, we're gonna do like an average of how well. It works it's so out.
1: funny because I think about all the songs we talk about, and I just watch so many interviews and so many reviews and so many everything, and sometimes When's i feel it like, be over? I'm almost embarrassed to think about what I've said about songs in the beginning having the limited amount of knowledge that I had when we started Mm. as compared to what we know now and to think about. But I think that that's fine. You know, your opinion can change. Listen, your opinion can change if you look at a band under a microscope for two and a half years.
0: Anyone who says they're not going to learn something by doing it over a hundred times is crazy. Yeah. So even if we had known everything we knew now, We'd still be learning something. Yeah. We would have sought to learn something.
1: So, you know what? Because we're I, not dead people. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to some great song at the end of this lineup, and I'll be like, you know what? That song is garbage. You yeah, know? probably. Who knows what's going to happen? Oh,
0: I've, I know what Twists I'm going
1: to Twists and say. turns on this show, man. Jesus, you never know what's going to
0: happen. <laughs> and plus, surprise guess, who might die? <laughs> Do you have any more thoughts about Let's Dance?
1: That's all I've got.
0: That's all I have too, so I'm going to take us out. Wait, am I taking us out or you? Hey, you me?
1: guys. Thank you so much for joining us today on Ramon's Podcast. You know you can find us on Twitter. You know you can. And you know you can find us on Facebook every day. Hey, guys. If you like this episode, join us next week when we'll be discussing Let's Go! Ramone's Ramon's of the Dead.